This is Real Talk with Coach Valerie Malone, your source of empowering ideas and actionable strategies for life, business, and leadership. Join your host, Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker on a journey to unlocking your true potential. Today, my special guest is Shaban. She's a self-leadership coach. She helps people reclaim their voice in direction so that they can finally fulfill their ambitions and start kicking off that bucket list. Shaban, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Valerie. It's lovely to join you. Yes, yes. So, um, this is real talk and our audiences are mostly women and entrepreneurs either starting a business or wanted to develop their business or scale up their business so i bring experts from all over the world like yourself to share their journey and share their stories of how it is to be on a business to start a business to develop a business to make the business profitable so they can get some courage and some uh you know tips and tricks and tools so they can apply in their life and their business to succeed um, and their business. So today I have you over here and I want you to tell the listeners on your own word, what is there that you do? Okay, so I am a self-leadership and communication coach. And as you said at the beginning, I help women reclaim their voice and direction so that they can finally fulfill their ambitions and check off their bucket list. So I feel like I work at the intersection between self-leadership, wellness, and communication. And my idea is really to help women lead the lives that they want to, but they also need balance when they're doing that. So we bring in the idea of wellness to make sure that their emotional, their physical, their social, their intellectual wellness is protected at all times while they are leading the life that they want to. That's amazing. That's great. I love the fact that you said that their wellness and their their health and everything is important because as an entrepreneur, sometimes we forget, you know, we so focus on our work, you know, especially when you're running a business, you, you, you're making all these decisions, you, you're a creator, you're almost everything. So one thing that we don't really pay attention to ourselves is, is our like, you know, health and wellness, which is very, very important. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, my thing is that like, uh, I always ask this question and it's really important to mention this because the listeners are listening and um, everybody sees the good side of the business. You know, I'm entrepreneur, I'm, I'm making my own hours and I'm making money and, 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 you know, living the life that I like, but people don't see the background work that we, when we start, you know, when you start your business and and then you're trying to make it uh, take off the ground and make it profitable, the most important thing. So I wouldn't, I want you to talk about that a little bit. So what are some obstacles that you had to overcome and, and go through in order to be where you are now to make your business profitable? Yes. Okay. This is a very good question. Very important for me. I should explain a little bit about my background. So um, my decision to become a coach really was part of a journey. I in the past I had um, a very nice public sector job in Italy, um, and my my path was laid out before me. But I was really getting itchy feet. Um, I needed more independence, I needed more variety, I needed more stimulation in my work and in my life. 
Um, so there really was this idea of a need for freedom. Um, and I made some changes in my life, some drastic changes. I left the stable life behind and I, I led myself into the unknown um, by moving to Mexico, training and, and starting to build my business. Um, I wasn't immediately a coach. I started writing, translating, editing and doing other kind of communication and language tasks in order to build up my confidence and my experience. Um, and despite my need for freedom at the beginning, I had to admit to myself that the organized structure of a workplace, the established workflow of my position, the support of a team were, were things that really helped me to work well. So when I started working for myself, I no longer had those. I had lost them. And what I had to do was provide them for myself. So that was one of the big obstacles. It was really confronting the idea that you are on your own and you have to provide so many support structures for yourself that you were used to getting from another place in the past. So I'd say that was one of the first big obstacles. The other one, I think this is really important for people to know is that I probably have been my own biggest obstacle along the way. So um, I'm still learning to get out of my own way. You know, I often held myself back because I didn't feel like I had enough confidence, enough experience. It wasn't the right time. I needed more qualifications. And at the end of the day, there will always be excuses, Valerie. You know, mm. COVID finances, the market saturated, whatever, all of these are external obstacles, but we need to get over internal obstacles first in order to then be able to overcome those external obstacles. And I think we need to remind ourselves, I've had to do it, you know, so frequently that whatever you think is the reason you can't do something, someone else has already done it despite that reason, despite that excuse. And the way that they've done it is by developing their drive, developing their self-trust, you know, developing their, their problem-solving skills. Those internal skills, those personal skills need to be developed first, and then you can move on to overcoming whatever external obstacle it is. Wow, very profound. Very, very profound, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I work with a lot of coaches and um, I'm a business mentor. So we have a program that we cover everything. And I constantly change my um, strategies and yeah. we adding on every time. And the reason for that is because like you said, a lot of coaches that are coming in, or a lot of entrepreneurs are coming in. One thing that they are like coming in from a job and then all of a sudden you're working on your own and you're like, oh my God, I'm on my own. I have to do everything. And then sometime the discouragement coming in from that you're focusing on things that is really not your job but losing that purpose of this is why I started the business so I'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of listeners are over here so if you're feeling overwhelmed and saying that oh my god I started my business I'm doing everything I don't have a team yet I have to be the creator I have to be the one to execute this all task and everything at the beginning it's okay it's okay because later on you will get better. So a lot of time, entrepreneurs forget about that part of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it can be a big shock for people to 
realize really what is entailed in entrepreneurship. Um, it is not easy. Mm-hmm. People get pulled in by this image of freedom, uh, freedom of time, freedom of location, perhaps, depending on the kind of business that you want to go into. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is a result at the end, hopefully after a lot of hard work, but the hard work comes first and it doesn't stop. You know, you have to keep this. Yes, you will implement systems. You will get support from people like yourself, Valerie, business coaches or other experts, but um, it has to be sustainable as well. Right. And that sustainability requires your, your time and your attention and a constant refining of whatever you're offering um and then you can enjoy the 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 results right right definitely definitely i still i still um get some time to the part that is like ah you know i always tell my clients and i always tell my audiences like job is a job regardless of what you know we 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 have our purpose we have our thing but sometimes it gets to the point like you know i didn't really want to do this and that's okay because entrepreneur yeah. freaks out and say like, oh my God, I'm, I, I'm running my own business, but I shouldn't be saying that. If you feel that way, sometimes just take a break and don't burn out and just, just reflect on yourself and come back and that's okay. So with that being said, I love that the fact that you said, um, even now, you know, we have to remind ourselves consistency and sustainability is very important. Self-leadership. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that part of your business as self-leadership? Because I know you work with women and, and you wanted to, what does that mean when we running our business? And what does that mean for people in general that wanted to become more independent and get everything done in their life? Yeah. Yeah. So self-leadership is a concept for me. Um, it's really important for me because, you know, it reflects my own journey, let's mm. say. Um, I stopped, as I said earlier, you know, that conventional path that I expected to take at one time and everybody else expected me to take. Mm -hmm. And I dared to lead myself into rather blindly into the unknown. Okay. But it was me leading myself because I think very often what can happen is we drift into life. We drift into situations that we no longer identify with. Maybe at 25, I had a vision for my life and I started taking all the actions. I went to college to to pursue a certain career. I got into a relationship. We decided to have a family and have kids, et cetera. And then we get to 40 and we become a little bit disillusioned maybe with what's going on or we just don't identify with it anymore. And self-leadership is really about not following that anymore if it doesn't resonate with you. It's about sitting down, taking the time to get back in touch with who you are, with your values, your needs, your desires, your beliefs, your strengths, Mm -hmm. um, your weaknesses, and seeing how you can use them now in order to lead the life that you want in the future. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling lost, if you're not resonating anymore with the life that you're living, you don't have to continue doing that. And it's the same in your business. You know, when I started out uh, seven years ago, when I was seven years ago, 
I start. I, I still took the safe route, even though I was doing something new and daring for myself. I still took the safe route. You know, I, I relied on the skills that I knew I had at that time. So that was still in the area of communication, writing, editing, translating, language teaching. Um, and I did that for a few years until I built up, you know, my business acumen, my client list, et cetera, et cetera. But after a few years, I realized that this wasn't the direction that I wanted to keep going. Mm. And I had to make a choice then to, you know, expand my services and redefine them. So there's still a lot of that that supports the work that I do now. But I went in a different direction in the end to uh, really satisfy myself. I led myself in the direction of coaching and training because that's what I really, really wanted to do. Mm. So if there's something not working in life, if there's something not working in business, just because you're there now, just because you've worked hard to get there, just because there are other people involved, doesn't mean you have to stay there. You don't have to stay stuck. It's not good for you and it's not not good for anyone else mm. at the end of the day. Um, you can make small changes it doesn't have to be drastic you know you don't have to divorce the husband abandon the children all the rest but you can make small changes that will lead you in a different direction and one that's going to give you so much more satisfaction and i think this is particularly important for women because you know traditionally we've had to fill so many roles as daughter and mother and housekeeper etc and now there really is this, this movement of women moving into business and becoming more empowered and uh, more independent. But it's difficult for them because they, they find it hard to shake off the roles that they've traditionally held or they're expected to hold now. And they forget about self beyond all of the other roles, underneath all of those other roles of mother, wife, daughter, whatever. Right. yourself and very often the self is the one that's getting the least attention right. so self is really how we come back to um our <clears throat> our values our strengths our beliefs and our communication of them if we have been operating as a mother or a daughter or a boss or an employee we communicate according to those rules and we might not yet have found our voice for ourselves and that will take some searching take some practice take some courage and that's what i really try to do with my clients i help them refine that voice of themselves and i help them articulate it express it um, and use it then to lead themselves in the direction that they want to go beautiful Yes, yes, yes. It's so important, especially now after pandemic, a lot of people like, um, even though it was such a tragic what happened, but a lot of people like redefine themselves now. They're like reflect on themselves and said that, you know what, I can't find my voice unless you, like you said, you know, those roles that they play, they said that, let me put that aside. Who am I and what do I want in my life? And a lot of times, like you said, when we're young, we're brave, we're like, you know, jump into any opportunity to do anything don't think of the consequences. But as you get older, you're more wiser, but more cautious as well. As well. So the cautiousness takes so much that sometimes we forget to listen to our body and our heart and our mind and say, hey, I'm gonna, I am a leader. I am leading myself to do what pleases me and what I want. So I'm glad you mentioned that for entrepreneurs to do. So um, 
who are the, I know you said that your clients are female. I'll, I mean, coming to you, but when they come to you, what do they look like? What are they What are they missing in their life that need your help? Yeah, so I, I mostly work with women. I'm also open to men, but it's mostly right. what I find was it was mostly women coming to me at the beginning of my coaching time. I was originally offering general life coaching. And then I saw this pattern of women between the ages of, let's say, 30 and 50. Um, and in their words, they were feeling lost, stuck. They were searching for new answers. Um, there was a change on the horizon. Um, sometimes, like you said, the pandemic, an un unexpected life event had occurred. So the pandemic brought up a lot. Um, divorce, job loss, loss of a loved one, all of those things um, can knock a person off track. Um, as I said earlier, maybe they've just drifted into this life that once upon a time resonated with them that doesn't resonate with them anymore. Or perhaps things just haven't gone as planned. They expected life to be different by now and, and it's not. And therefore their confidence has taken a hit. So my intention with those women with those individuals is to offer them a safe and most importantly, a judgment-free space. Um, allows them then the time to explore their needs and their desires now, the ones that they have now, and to then create a new narrative about themselves and, and take the steps then to live it. Um, I also work with assertiveness clients as well. And they come to me from all walks of life. However, the one thing, Valerie, that they have in common is this, this feeling of disempowerment in some areas of their, their lives and in, in, in their communication. Mm -hmm. um, and it could play out in different ways. So they might be very successful and effective in their workplace. And then when they go home in the evening to their families, then the communication breaks down. It's not effective or it could be vice versa, great with the family and, and ineffective in the workplace. And this usually manifests itself um, in one of two ways. Either there's passivity, where the person is not really taking responsibility um, and they're allowing or expecting other people to, to lead the way, to make the decisions and they give away their power. Again, it's really a lack of self-leadership there that we're talking about. Mm. Or it can be almost the opposite, where communication is more aggressive. Um, so, for example, perhaps someone doesn't really deal with managing their emotions well. And this really comes up in moments of confrontation. And confrontation is necessary. We have to confront the issues in our life in order to move beyond them. But if there is a problem with communication, especially um, aggressivity, then it means either that we avoid the confrontation or that it becomes explosive and therefore there's no resolution. In either case, there's no resolution and then issues and blocks don't get moved beyond. And again, that stops someone and the people they're involved with um, from leading themselves life in, in, a, in a healthy way, in a healthy direction, let's say. So it sounds like you uh, do the kind of life and business as well. Like you, it, it, no matter what it is, whether they're like having difficulty in their work, like you said, or vice versa, at, at 
as long as they feel that way and say that, hey, I feel like not been heard or I don't have some boundaries or I just forget about myself and do, 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 and then it's kind of stop. So either way, however they feel, they come to you and you're the one that's teaching them that you can use this self-leadership and personal area of your life as well as at work. Absolutely, Valerie, that's it. I mean, so many of the skills overlap. So it doesn't matter where in life. I mean, it could be family, it could be social situations, it could be professional situations. Um, and there's also the personal in, uh, situations because I also talk a lot about self-assertiveness. Mm. And that is the idea of um, being assertive with yourself, being teaching yourself to be disciplined, treating yourself well, speaking to yourself well, um, which includes being firm with yourself and also compassionate with yourself. Um, it's about self-care and not the fluffy kind that's <laughs> chocolate and bubble baths and all of that. Yes, of course, that's part of it. But before that, again, it's about, you know, paying your bills on time. It's about um, keeping your appointments. It's about making sure that you um, follow up on your priorities in life. Um, that's self-assertiveness. It's about using a language with yourself that's respectful, but also one that's going to move you forward. Uh, and that can be applied in, in all areas of life. Um, it's, it's, it's so fascinating when I listen to, and I've interviewed a lot of people and I listen to each and every one. And uh, I'm so glad that this movement of um, self-care and self-love and self-growth is talking about more and more, especially after pandemic, because I think it's very important for us to lead as example for our new generation, because we kind of like grew up, like you said, that stereotype of a lifestyle that we have to be a mom, a worker. As a woman, it was really hard for us to put ourselves first and, and chose a career because all these hats that we were wearing and we were giving to to identify ourselves as that. But then now it's just like we have this freedom of, oh, wait, I can actually listen to myself. I can actually do this to myself. I can, I can, I have a desire. I can fulfill that by doing X, Y, Z. So I, I just emphasize on that a lot and like you said it's so important to not the fluffy type of taking care of which is good but taking time to understand who you are that to me is self-love like identify what you good and bad it's not that you know put the bad under the rug and say hey no I'm not you know because a lot of time um and like I said I, I interview a lot of people manifestation affirmation and all that people say that we apply which is good which works but in the end of the day, self-love, it just accepting yourself utterly and completely for who you are and not avoiding your desires. Yeah, I think you said the key word there, Valerie, it's acceptance, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Because uh, all these times, you know, and, 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 and I encourage women to talk about this more and more because the new generation needs to know that. And we don't want to pass on this cultural thing that okay you have to be a mom you have to be a daughter you have to be this but that's about it and then after that you just put yourself on a second and then put everything first and then now people said well putting myself first is a selfish thing to do but it really not it's like that balance of just knowing yourself so i'm so glad you're 
talking about that. And like you said, the, your key part over here is that I'm glad you said this. It doesn't have to be just work, but it can be personal and you can be really, really successful entrepreneur. You can making a lot of money. You can do all this stuff. But when you come home, you're lacking that uh, uh, leadership at home or yeah. you're a very good leader at home. And then you go to work and then you're lacking that. So regardless of how they feel, you kind of balance them in the middle. Exactly, exactly. The skills that um, I teach are transferable. And I also work closely with my clients. You know, we do role play and practice together. And that helps them build up their confidence in certain scenarios. So if they have a problem at home, I will play the role of whatever person in the house mm. they're having that issue with. And then they can confront again that situation. They can practice those new skills. They can make mistakes with them again in that safe place. And then once they build up their confidence, they can start applying it in other areas of life. Um, but there's really no difference, to be honest. Of course, the workplace might have certain parameters um, that you have to respect and stay within. But at the end of the day, we're all communicating with humans. And those humans will have their own uh, needs and desires, et cetera. And I think if we get more in touch with our own values, our needs and desires, then it puts us in a position to be more understanding and compassionate about other people's too. And when we're coming from that position, um, and not just a defensive position, but just one of openness and expression, then it um, enables that conversation and makes it easier for us to communicate and receive communication from the other person as well. Uh, during the conversation, you give a lot of uh, good advice and you explain that if somebody's listening right now and saying that, oh my God, like I feel this way. So we talked about it a lot, kind of giving them an idea of where to start and what is the first step. But since you are teaching this, if somebody's listening to you right now, and like you said, and I love that you said that they're, 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 their life is good, they were doing, and all of a sudden now they're 40, and you said between age of 30 to 50, and they're kind of like, you know, lost, or they kind of like don't know where they're going. What are some tips, at least three, that they can take with them today by listening to you and start at least something to motivate themselves to take the next step? Okay, okay. Um, well, I think definitely if you're feeling lost or stuck, um, go back to your values. Values is something that I will always do with my clients no matter what, whether they're assertiveness clients or self-leadership clients. Values are the things that make you who you are, okay? Mm -hmm. um, to put it on a very simple plain. I like pasta, but I might not like pizza. Okay, so if I go around life, go through life eating pizza to, to satisfy other people, it's going to be a pretty miserable life. I have to come back to the fact that I like pasta and start living a life where there's more pasta in it. <laughs> start exploring all the different pastas that I can eat. Okay, so that's really simplifying values. And um, everyone's values are different. Um, there's no right or wrong. This is not a moral question. Your values are your preferences in life and no one and, and nothing can tell you what your values should be. And a value-based life 
is basically your, your road to happiness. If you are each day um, living a life of value um, that is in alignment with your own values, then you will be satisfying um, those deep yearnings and longings in yourself. You won't be lost anymore because your values will tell you the direction to go on. Um, it'll also, they will also help you make decisions. The idea of making decisions will no longer uh, be an issue if you have trouble with that because all you have to ask yourself is which decision is most in line with my values and then you follow that decision. There's no need for guilt, there's no need for overthinking. The answer is which one is most in line with my values. So I would definitely advise um, people, one tip is to really think once again, what are my values in life? Um, really get in touch with them, explore how much you're living them at the moment and how much you're not and how you can start moving in the direction of those. The other thing, Valerie, that I would say is that, you know, values can be quite complex. Communication on the other hand and shifting your communication is something that you can do very easily. You could improve your communication without much training after this podcast, for example. So um, one of the ways that I say, um, I tell my clients to think about communication is holistically, okay? Mm. Communication is not just the words we say or the words we write in our emails to our boss. Communication is everything that we do or we don't do. So to, to really make this very plain, even when you are sleeping, you are still communicating a message about yourself. That message could be that you're tired, that you are not to be disturbed, that you need rest. Of course, it depends, of course, on the interpretation of the person near you, but you're still sending out a message. And I think when we become conscious of that, that every moment in the day is um, an opportunity for us to communicate something about ourselves through our posture, through our gesture, through our silence, not just our words, through our action, through our inaction, then it allows us to become more mindful and intentional about how we go through our day because we're aware of what everything we do is communicating about us and what we want it to communicate about us because we can very passively and mindlessly go through the day losing all these opportunities to to send out a message to really express ourselves and if we're not aware of that then we don't do it um, and slowing down is one of the ways that helps us to become more mindful of those moments and to give them more power to to give them more of our self-expression so yes, when you're speaking, slow down. It will make you easier to understand and it will also help the person who is, it'll, also, it'll make you easier to understand for the person listening to you. And it'll also help you express yourself um, more strongly or in a way that you, you really want to. If you slow down when you enter a room, for example, you're going to give yourself a chance to enter the room with more presence. You're going to enter it with a different energy than you would do if you rushed into a room and you have this kind of nervous energy going on. 
you're allowing yourself to, to assess and adapt to the space that you're in. And from that place, you're in a, a more controlled, powerful position. And then your next step and your next step will feed off that. So there's so many chances in the day for us to slow down, become mindful and conscious of how we are doing things, uh, communicating ourselves and, and expressing ourselves. So those would be my tips to really make it easy. Um, you know, it's all, you don't have to go through a huge training. You don't have to make things complex. Those little actions that we take every day can be uh, really effective in helping us uh, become more in touch with ourselves and improving um, our situation. I was just going to say, it's like, it's like, sounds so simple, but so effective. You know, there's, these are the little things that in life that um, we're like, it goes over our head because we're so busy in life. It just kind of goes over our head. So uh, one thing, the tips you said, your values, revalue your values. Just sit down in the morning yeah. and just <laughs> remind yourself of what is there that I like and the things that I like. I'm okay with it. And if I, and other people don't like it, that's okay too. And I think mm -hmm. it's so important to remind ourselves of that, that no judgment, no, no resentment, no hatred is like, that's okay. You know what? I know what I like and the way you are, I like, I accept you and you accept me. And I think that's the value that we have to remind ourselves that you're different and that's a good thing. You know, we're supposed to be different. It's nobody likes everybody the same way all the time. It's boring after a while. Exactly. So one of the things that I always say that you know, when you meditate, just think about your values, what I like. I love the, your uh, uh, analogy that pasta, I love pasta too. So. <laughs> I <don't think. laughs> I'm, I'm, I love pasta, but I'm a very, very rice junkie. I love rice. So I can have rice with anything, even in, but in breakfast, I have rice, I'm happy. But just who you are, no good, no bad, just who you are and embrace it. So that is an, a great tip for people to start, revalue your values and, and remind yourself of who you are. And like you said, communication. And I love that you said communication is that sometimes the less you say, the more effective you are. You don't have to talk too much. Like you said, from the uh, uh, perspective of like, your body language, your face impression, your your the, the way you wear clothes and the way you walk in the room, that is a communication and that what people will get to know you. So one thing that I will add to that is that I think this is these are an amazing points that people that are feel that they are stuck or they wanted to start something to just remind themselves. But one of the important things that I learned in my life that I'm going to share on top of your tips is being in a present moment. Yes. Like being in a present moment is so much mentioned and is so people think about, okay, yes, I'll be in a moment. We hear it, but it goes away. We hear it every minute we hear it, but it goes away. Either we function from the past or we so anxious of a future. And like you said, we forget our values. We don't communicate good. We do because either we functioning from the past or so anxious of the future. But if, if we sit right now and say today is the day that I am going to do, and we, that goes back to your previous conversation, like you said, that self-love is to pay your bills, to be responsible, to follow up, to do all of that. And if we can bring ourselves in a present moment and do all of that, then you're completely okay. And you can get yourself to the first step 
step of unstucking yourself. And then after that, you can ask for help. Exactly, Valerie. And I think you said it at the beginning as well, you know, being present and all of these little tips, they're very simple. I think people are constantly searching for the big secret or the big answer or the, the, the complex solution to all their problems. And in actual fact, it's these very simple little steps that don't require much apart from our attention um, and a little bit of our effort and energy that really will make the difference. Absolutely. And the fact that we're neglecting them and that's why you're not getting anywhere because you're neglecting the small baby steps. They will equip you then to do the more complex work afterwards. Oh, I always say little thing matters if you pay attention to little things. This was such a great tips that you give. Thank you for giving us that tip to apply. Um, so let's talk about your work. Like what if somebody wants to work with you, how does that work? Okay, yeah. So I have two programs currently, Valerie. Um, so the, the self-leadership program and the assertiveness program. Um, I start with the assertiveness one. So that's the potent presence. It's powerful communication for a drama-free life is my, my slogan. And I think everybody would like, like drama-free life. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's a blended training and coaching program for anyone who wants to step into a more empowered communication practice. Um, so it's three-pronged um, coaching, training, first of all, to understand the communication skill, really what is assertiveness, um, and how does it work? How can we apply it in our everyday lives? Because assertiveness really is a very misunderstood skill. Mm. Many people think that it's a bit about being forceful and always getting your own way. And it's not about that at all. Because if we are being forceful or always getting our own way, it means that we are being controlling of other people to a certain extent. And that's going into the aggressive area whereas um assertiveness is just about controlling your own expression um so there's a lot of understanding that goes into the training uh, part of the course then we do coaching and that's to explore the areas in each client's life where they could use more assertiveness and um, so family, work, social, whatever. The skills that they learn will be applicable in, in every area, but we want to personalize the experience for each coachee. And then the, the third prong is moving into the role play and practice, as I said earlier, where we're providing that nice safe space for them to, to be assertive, practice being assertive, um, with whoever they need to, to do that, whatever situations are coming up for them in order to give them then the confidence to apply that in the real world when it comes up. And as I said earlier as well, a very important part of this and perhaps the most important part of it all is also learning to be self, uh, self-assertive and covering all of those well-being areas of your life the emotional, the financial, the social, the intellectual, making sure that you are showing up for yourself uh, in all of those areas. Mm, that's great. I really encourage people to find you and we will have all the information on this episode 
and definitely work with you because it is so important. Like you said, I love the fact that you said it's not big of a deal. It's like little things that we have to correct in our life to be successful in any area of your life. So definitely those programs can help. I love self-love, self-help, self-growth programs mm-hmm. with working with coaches can make a huge difference huge we're going to talk about that some other time but mm-hmm. um thank you for providing us with the information of how your program works but in general thank you so much for being here and and just giving us some amazing insight of how we think and what we should do in order to be more leader of ourselves yeah 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 i think we owe it to ourselves you you mentioned earlier on valerie you know about being a leader in work and not being a leader at home. Um, Why would we be a leader to other people and not be a leader to ourselves? You know, we should be a leader to ourselves first and foremost. We are both the leader and the team. (laughs) Um, And and if we give, we lead ourselves, then that other part of ourselves will, will follow and respond in the right way. Um, and that direction is, as you said, growth. Right, right, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I really encourage you to reach out to her and and work with her because this was amazing. And I know you can make a lot of difference in people's life. Thank you so much for being here with us and taking this time to discuss your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you so much, Valerie. It was a pleasure. You've listened to Real Talk with your host, coach and speaker, Valerie Malone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also like Valerie's coaching packages and online programs available on her website, ValerieMalone.com. On her blog, you'll also find free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve the quality of your life and business. Take a look at ValerieMalone.com.